Welcome to our podcast, Murder, Mystery, and Mayhem, Laced with Morality, where all authors and experts are invited to share, learn, and together make this a better world where light pierces through the darkness with the spoken and written word. I'm really excited for our guest today. Man, I've been chasing this guy, and it's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't give up, and I'm glad I didn't because he is a real deal. Um, his name is Lawrence Colby, and I had the honor of meeting him online on Instagram. Thank God for Instagram. It's mostly a very happy uh, place, and we connected as fellow authors. Um, let me tell you about this guy. He is a number one Amazon bestselling author of the Ford Stevens Military Aviation Thriller Series. Okay? He's a real deal. He's currently working on his fourth novel. You didn't, you heard me right. Fourth novel <laughs> and working full time. So listen, there's no excuse for anybody out there about telling us you don't have time to write your story. Stop it. So he, he pumped out a new military thriller series based out of the Pentagon. So writing from years of military cockpit, cockpit experience and over five years at the Pentagon as a military assistant provided him with an extensive understanding of combat tactics, government policies, oh Lord help us, power <laughs> knowledge he uses to add political as well as military realist, realism to his fast-paced military adventure thrillers. He is a graduate of both the U.S. Navy and the U.S. Air Force flight training programs. Um, Kobe is part of a select group of pilots qualified to fly jets, prop planes, and helicopters. He held numerous squadron, air group, and wing positions flying multiple operational missions in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other global locations. He flew under the call sign cheese. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, there are call signs. I mean, people who know this life, they, they will totally get this. His books are published in all 12 countries and are enjoyed from the UK and the US to India and beyond. He lives in the Washington DC area with his family and he can be followed on social media at Colby Thriller. But we're gonna tell you more about how to get to contact with him later on so welcome I hear, Catherine. I, I hope you hear the roar of applause thank you so much it's an honor and a privilege that's a beautiful introduction thank you very much uh, it's great oh, to be here yeah. yeah i'm so happy that you're you're here now you you have experienced enormous success as a best-selling author on amazon you've got to tell us how you achieved this uh, i'm very lucky i mean yeah, I am super lucky. Uh, I often say, boy, I'm probably an average writer. Uh, I don't know what I don't know, but I'm learning every day. Yeah. And uh, I often say that, let's go back and peel back that onion. The success comes from reading as a child. I probably read every Hardy uh -huh. Boys book that was in the library. Oh yeah. As a kid, right? And then mm -hmm. I, I got a hold of every how-to book that I could in the nonfiction side. And if you combine those, uh, yeah. you learn the pattern for success on how to write. And the only way you get better is by writing. And so a yeah. little bit at a time through magazine articles and a 30 year overnight success. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right? good. That's but really good, yeah. I, you know, Amazon uh, is so flexible uh, and they allow authors like us to, to publish. Uh, the print-on-demand system is excellent. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'd say that uh, if any one of us writes 
I normally say one to three pages every morning, and I start at four in the morning. A wow. year later, you have a 500-page novel on your hands,、wow. and it, while it, and you're no stranger to self-discipline with your terrific career, you know what it's like to work towards a goal, and and anybody can do it. You just need to focus.、Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Regarding success with Amazon, I'd say that if I had to、uh, put someone up on a pedestal, it would be the veteran community.、Um, mm-hmm. They have been very good to me.、Uh, I was really a nobody author in 2014 ish, and with one book out, people latched onto it, and then it grew like a snowball going down a hill. Wow! Before, before you know it, the social media took off, and then、uh, different veteran. Uh, service organizations would take me on,、uh, and then I would donate money. A portion of each one of my books goes to certain organizations, and、uh, I, I feel great about it. I'm so lucky. Oh, what a good idea! I, so you see, I hope our, you know, I hope our listeners are really taking note. So you really have developed a niche within a certain community, and that is even something.、Um, Authors who are starting out, and you think you're just going to pump your book out. Look, that's、mm-hmm. especially if you, no matter if you want to go self-publish or you want to、mm-hmm. go traditional,、mm-hmm. you have to build a platform. And what our friend here is talking about is building a platform.、Mm-hmm. He's talking about being disciplined, doing the hard work. Look at that. I mean, this guy works all day、mm-hmm. and gets up at 4 a.m. to write, and, and that's such a good that's such good advice. Writing every day.、Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we're very lucky that we have the opportunity to write and learn and get better. But it's also word of mouth.、Uh, certainly, our stories are good or above average. Or otherwise, people wouldn't purchase it. But frankly, we have fun. I, I mean,、yeah. I'm lucky that people are purchasing it. There's a financial、yeah. transaction. It's a business. I understand. But I would probably do it for free. I love it. Yeah. Yes.、Uh, yes. And it's, it's true. It's、yeah. true. When people buy my books. I'm like, what a miracle! <laughs> I, I mean, I'm having fun, and and people. Yes. Like, yeah. All right. Good.、Uh, what a good attitude. Yeah. But and then you said it's it's still a business though. But you, it's a business you enjoy.、Yeah. Yes, and I'm certainly.、Um, next podcast, we'll talk about the business side. But Amazon is a terrific organization regarding their Kindle, their paperback, their.、Um, Kindle Unlimited program, as well、mm-hmm. as Audible, and they've、mm-hmm. got it、uh, worked down to the half a cent. I mean, they really know how to work、yeah. books. Yeah, yeah, I love Kindle Unlimited. That's how I was able to get because I like to support the authors and I like to know what I'm talking about. So、mm-hmm. um, I have, to, yeah, so and I have way too many books on my shelves already. Some I still buy it. It doesn't matter, but that's how. Yeah, that's how I get you guys books.、Mm-hmm. Thank God for Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. So share with our audience about how you found your own voice in writing, and describe the importance of finding your own voice. Yeah. So this may be a little non-standard for some of you listeners, but I think first you have to know who you are, and that might come through prayer or meditation. Or running, or sport, and、uh, frankly, it's sitting alone in a room and letting your intuition and your inner voice talk.、Yeah. And not many people can do the sitting alone in a room and just being alone.、Uh, and you're, you talk to yourself, and those words are important.、Uh, mm-hmm. That's how you find out who you are. And then, like a character in any one of our stories, you're put against some type of a test. 
Um, yes. It, right? A character on that hero's journey, which I'm sure yeah. we'll talk about. But if you can combine your inner voice with everything you've read and continue to read, nonfiction and fiction, and you practice and you leverage the expertise of others. Uh, and I normally rattle off some books, but you could learn a ton from Stephen King's only mm. nonfiction book on writing. There's mm -hmm. a ton of books about structure, uh, how to write the story itself. There's a ton of literature on screenwriting, which is not mm -hmm. in our lane, but you could mm -hmm. find other people's voices and adapt them to yours. And right. then after a while, you develop your own. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, 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 there are times where I have like five different books spread out around me because <laughs> I have mm -hmm. post-its on why I like, I love the way they, they I love the way that they, they built this character. I love mm -hmm. the scene of action. Mm -hmm. I love this transition. I, and so I go through and I, and it's not that you're plagiarizing, but you're just soaking up that creative mm -hmm. juice and you're, you're modeling. It's like you have a great teacher and you're taking different parts to create your own masterpiece you know so mm -hmm. and i love what you said about knowing who you are getting alone and listening to that inner voice our pastor was just talking about that and he's he's not a writer that i know of mm -hmm. you know, but he was he he said something so important and he said he said uh, uh, are you working on you in private mm, yeah um, when all hell is breaking loose and you know the writer in me is like ah that's what my characters do yes they, they, because of their inner battles and the things they've worked with see it all comes out when all hell around them is breaking loose mm -hmm. and because i know them and then and of course for us we, we know ourselves then you're able to take them through the journey you can put them in any scenario because you know that character and the same way we need to know ourselves mm -hmm. i agree um, yeah well, as you know, this podcast is called Murder, Mystery, and Mayhem, and it's mm -hmm. laced with morality. A lot of people are like, what in the world? But <laughs> but this is a wellspring of information for all writers. Um, I, I'm excited that lots of other writers of other genres listen, and, and, and uh, we're up to about, I think, 17 different countries we're, in, we're listened to in each of the 50 states. Um, but this particular genre, or podcast rather, especially ministers to authors in the suspense, crime, and thriller genre, and often we delve into the really dark side of humanity. So it's vital that we inject healthy doses of morality into our writing. Right. How do you, yeah, how do you infuse your writing and even speaking engagements with morality, and why do you do it? Yeah, so when I think of morality, um, specifically my characters and myself will go through the hero's journey with the struggle of specifically right and wrong, or yeah. good and bad behavior. Yeah. And just like in real life, uh, when we are pressed for something yeah. that is uh, some type of a test in life and you need to make a decision. And that decision is your character, especially when yeah. no one is looking. Yeah. And so I think when you have some global worldwide whether domestic or international experience in life, just life itself. And it doesn't matter what type of career you have. And you can go through those experiences where you're tested. It gives us the ammunition to write with that authenticity that I feel readers love and demand. And mm -hmm. I write about real world struggles 
inside yeah. that morality. And usually it, it involves alcohol, it involves a spouse cheating, mm -hmm. uh, and the character needs to make that decision to what's right from wrong, what's good from bad. Are you going to continue to climb that hero's journey? Uh, and for listeners who don't know the hero's journey in a nutshell, you you might not know it or 15 or 17 steps, but it's been around mm -hmm. since the Greeks started writing 2000 years ago. And it's nothing yeah. more than that call to adventure, overcoming an obstacle and being the hero at the end. Yeah. And well, can you repeat that for our listeners? Sure. Uh, the hero's journey has been around for 2000 years. The Greeks invented it back when they did plays yeah. and it's a, a 15 to 17 step process, normally a, a call to adventure and ends with, you hope the hero dumb, the hero successfully accomplished his or her goal. And if you think about every story that you've ever enjoyed on TV or in the movies or a book, it's the hero's journey. And I often say, think of Luke Skywalker in Star Wars. He's on his desert planet. He has the call to adventure. Hey, there's uh, Han Solo. There's these droids. And then he goes on this hero's journey to become a Jedi. Yeah. That story exists. Now, just change the characters uh, and the locations. But that process, those stages along the hero's journey has been around forever. And if you can work that into a three-act story, that's your special sauce. Mm-hmm. Man, that's that's really good stuff. I'm really grateful that you brought that up. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to talk. You're gonna have to come back and talk to us a lot more about about all of this. Yeah, about yeah, the hero's so, journey and the business of, of writing. Absolutely, I'd love to. Uh, you know, I'd also to share, Catherine, that sometimes people think uh, movies or stories like the Titanic. Uh -huh. This is a great example. The movie The Titanic was not about the ship. It's about Jack and Rose falling in love that just happened to be on a ship. That's right. Right? And E.T. really <laughs> is it's not about the alien. It's really about the story of friendship between the boy and the alien. Uh, in fact, Steven Spielberg says it's really about his parents getting divorced and leaving him. Either his mom oh, or his dad. And so, right. so my stories... Uh, I'm, my first book was The Devil Dragon Pilot. It, it's not about the airplanes. It's, mm -hmm. not, it's about a Chinese pilot and an American pilot who are friends mm -hmm. when the two countries are adversaries. Wow. And they do the hero's journey. Wow, yeah. It, and you're right. It's, it's found... Th this is why this podcast is really so much for everyone because... That hero's journey, just like you said, it's found in, in every really good story. And when you find yourself thinking about that that story, it's something within all of us. You yes. know, you, you, there's a call to adventure, and then there's the refusal, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, maybe, and mm -hmm. then there's the supernatural aid, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and then the crossing of the, the threshold. Mm -hmm. belly, and they call it the belly of the whale. It goes on and on. We could just get crazy with this stuff. We could talk with sure. every single one of those steps could probably be a podcast. The trial, my favorite part is like the road of trial. <laughs> yes. It's like real life, you know. <laughs> I, I, I even try to work in the mentor. I mean, think of the example yeah. I provided with Star Wars. The mentor yes. is Yoda. Yes. And Yoda tries to teach Luke. And in my stories, I always have an, an older, uh, elder pilot some type of a colonel or general officer character that 
tries to teach the younger captain, uh, male or female, about, hey, this is the way it's done. And the younger person struggles along the way, and then they, you hope, come through. Okay. <laughs> just 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 repeat that last point for me. Sure. You hope that we learn from characters like Yoda in, mm -hmm. teaching Luke Skywalker in the mentor role, which is what I use when I write a colonel or a general officer teaching the younger captain, whether in the cockpit or at the Pentagon. And so that role is as mentor. That is excellent. Yeah. And, and I like I like how you take your the real life things that you've experienced and then you're applying it to that to building that story yes and thank you for bringing that up that's actually what i normally say in a podcast or at a book event or a book signing is the authenticity of wearing the uniform the flight suit or being deployed and getting dirt on my boots is i've experienced it uh mm -hmm. i've had different positions in dc or worldwide and it enables me to write with a certain point of view that you can't you can't make up. You had to have that's, done it in real life. That's right. So tell us about, tell us a little bit about your books. So the first three that are published right now are all about pilots. Uh, they surround characters in and out of aviation, in and out of espionage, uh, both the United States and with foreign countries. Uh, the same characters are woven across the three books. Uh, I call it the Ford Stevens military aviation thriller series that's right uh, I, I was really into all three when i wrote them i often hear from readers uh, multiple times a week with either photographs or in a note of some type uh, and i'm grateful for that and the the books are never about the airplanes you'll see that i have airplanes on the front cover but they're mm -hmm. never about the airplane it's always about story it's always about yeah. character conflict, uh, powerful suspense, and uh, written from the heart and from practical experience. That's right, exactly. Well, can you share with our audience any upcoming projects and or events that you, you're involved in? I'd love to. I just yeah. finished a manuscript just last week called Objective oh. Area. Oh my it, goodness. It's still going through editing, but it's my fourth book. It'll be a new series. And Objective Area is about a Pentagon-based general that disappears in broad daylight from work, from the Pentagon, uh, along with a treasure drove of sensitive drone information. And it's a massive manhunt in D.C. and Northern Virginia to find them and determine what's going on. And so there's, there's heavy law enforcement on the federal side. It involves the FBI's hostage rescue team. And I, I coin it as a mystery written inside a thriller. So wow. it'll be a little bit of a puzzle with a dose of adrenaline. That's exciting. Oh, thank you. Oh my goodness. I can't wait to read it. So you, so about how long from here do you think you'll be actually published? So each of my books uh, is required to go through the Pentagon pre-publication release process and for your listeners that might not be aware of that, because of my background, my security clearances, before I publish anything, they get to review it. And they'll review every sentence, every page, hundreds of pages long, it doesn't matter. They review to make sure I'm not disclosing something that I shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. And I often laugh and say that uh, 
I'm disgruntled or I disagree with the process. At the end of the day, I certainly obey it and I go along with it. And yeah. I, I think that that's what makes the book authentic. Uh, yeah. It's reviewed at the highest levels and it couldn't get any more authentic, right? The Pentagon yeah. reviewed it and, uh, and approved it for release. Yeah. And see, that's why I think that's why I fell in love with your um, Instagram. And oh, I thank you. Really looking, you know, researching you and, and all of that. Not to be creepy or anything. I do yeah, that to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I connected with you because you know, we talked about it that in some ways, like my, my spouse shared a somewhat similar journey and background with the clearance. Mm -hmm. And we, we have similar journeys. Let's just put it that way. Yes. And that's what I like because your stuff is really authentic. And like you said, guys, um, his stuff has to be vetted at the highest level, okay? Those, secure, those security uh, <laughs> clearances are not easy to get. I mean, lots of, mm -hmm. lots of tests that's not necessarily paper and pen that you have to, you have to get to, it, and it's, it's quite an achievement and an honor. And so reading his books, like you were reading the real deal. It's this guy's, he lived it, he, he writes it, and then it's vetted. So I mean, you just—it doesn't get much better than that. And, and so I'm just so excited that you got a chance to um, hang out with us. I'm looking forward. To, I'm already looking forward to the next episode. I'm already <laughs> thinking about what questions I want to ask you. You know, and hey, guys, listen, we also have the shared background that we grew up in. Drum roll, Long Island. Okay. Yes. The crowd, the crowd goes wild because people <laughs> who grew up in the in, in Long Island, they're like, finally, people who understand when, when we say we, we grew up in New York, it wasn't just a concrete jungle. Like we grew up with lawns and, mm -hmm. and houses. We weren't in apartment buildings. You know, we had the beach to write. We were, we lived about what, 10 minutes from the beach. We did. And great, lived, great place did too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. So, um, yeah, we grew up, we, people don't realize it. A lot of Long Island was on the beach. Hence Long Island. You know, yes. <laughs> well, well, how can our listeners best connect with you? Because I know they're going to want to. Thank you for asking, Catherine. So I have a Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, mm -hmm. All three of those for social media, I can be found at Colby Thrillers. Mm -hmm. uh, all my books are on Amazon. I've got a, a paperback version, Kindle, uh, and Audible, and terrific narrators. Uh, I don't read them myself and a terrific team uh, and my products can be found there. And if you do go ahead and get them, uh, just a sincere thank you from me. I'd love to see a photo. So send them my way. I'll gladly post you. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you also you also indicated earlier in, a, in the interview that a portion of the proceeds of your book go to an, to an organization that supports veterans. Correct? I do. Uh, it's yeah. a headspace and Team Rubicon, two veteran service organizations. A portion of my sales goes to those two orgs. Uh, they're both very generous with their time uh, and their money and their services to veterans. And I'm so happy to be part of it and um, I'm grateful. Yeah, I, pre I appreciate that because, you know, I know people in my family who are vets, my husband's family, oh my goodness, there's so many military and that in that family and so it just it's it makes you feel even better about buying an excellent product to know that a portion is also being contributed in such a wonderful way and so we, we're grateful for that we really are yes thank you 
Well, thank you for hanging out with us as we learned so much from Mr. Colby. So let's not forget to use our words to pierce through the darkness.